Hey, best friends. Welcome to the Bestie Advice Podcast. Where we discuss all things relationships. another episode of the bestie advice hey besties (laughs) you are with your host lady karen hayes and dr irene abrams irene you want to say hey to our besties again hey besties (laughs) the bestie advice is about all things relationships all things relationships whether that's with your spouse your significant other with your girlfriends with your guy friends with your families it's all things relationships and we like to get in and talk about the ups and the downs the pros and the cons of relationships and this week we're talking about work relationships professional work relationships we have several guests on here today we have lisa perham elise baker jill thompson and Sharonda Craig. Y'all want to say hey to our besties? Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. We're going to jump right in as far as to this this week's episode. And I'm going to introduce my two guests, Lisa Perham and Sharonda Craig. So Sharonda Craig, I actually have been knowing her for about eight years. We all work actually at the same law firm as far as myself, Lisa and Sharonda. Um, at McDermott, Will, and Emory. Um, Sharonda actually works in the billing, or worked in the billing department. Let's be clear. She worked in the billing department at McDermott, and Lisa also worked in the billing department at McDermott. What actually um, connected Sharonda and I, so I am a stickler about making sure I say people's name correctly, because people jack my name up all the time. It's Karon, but they say Karon, Karon, Karon. Yeah. It's yeah. never really Karon. Mm-hmm. So um, I walked past Sharon and says, we will always speak because it was very few African-Americans at our company. So you want to make sure, you know, you make that connection. Right, so, right. You know, when she came in, I will always speak to her, whatever she said, like right at the door. So I'm like, okay, let me ask her how to say her name because I don't want to jack it up. I don't want to say Chuck. Rhonda, I want to make sure I'm saying it right. So actually, that's how our relationship started. Just standing there talking about names and the crazy, you know, ways that people say our names or whatever. And it's one thing about Sharonda. Once she learns your name, she's going to get it right. She's going to say it right. And then she's going to correct anybody else who gets this wrong. So she would come to my desk like, yeah, we were just talking about you in a meeting. And, you know, one of the girls kept on saying, and Karen and Karen and Karen and Karen. And I said, who in the world is Karen? <laughs> you know Karen, the one that sits over there in that first seat. She was like, her name is Karen. It is. I don't know who Karen is. It's Karen. Okay. So, <laughs> and our relationship just kind of grew from there. Me learning about her family, her learning about my family, learning about her friends, learning about some of the things that she likes to do because Sharonda loves to travel. So learning about some of the things that she likes to do. She loves her babies, her dogs. Yes, she does. She loves her <laughs> baby. She is a dog lover. And then there's Lisa, Lisa Perham. I love Lisa. Lisa and I actually connected because she's the type of person she always wants to be clear. I want to be clear on how my job affects your job. So she would come over to my desk and she's like, okay, explain this to me, explain that to me. 
we would start off talking about work, that'd be about five minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> five minutes. After that, and it kind of go on to something else. And I learned everything about her, about her family, you know, and her children, her mom, her dad, her brother. So I was just able to learn a lot about them. I love both of them. And then we all actually have a connection. Sharonda actually no longer works with McDermott but mm -hmm. we still talk to her. And then the same thing as far as with Lisa, Lisa's actually getting ready to leave the company, but we have already vowed to make sure that we keep that, re that work relationship or outside of the work yeah. relationship mm -hmm. there. So that's just some of the things that we do want to talk about also in this call. Okay, I'm taking up a lot of time. Dr. Irene, no, you want to introduce good. her guest? <laughs> no, that is so good. Lisa and Sharonda, welcome to the best advice. Thank you guys yes. so much for you know, agreeing to come on the podcast. I really look forward to learning more about you all's relationship. So yes. as Kiran, you know, introduced you guys, I want to introduce Elise Baker and Georgiel Thomas Thompson. Um, both of them are very special, near and dear to my heart. So I was like the new kid on the block to um, the Joseph Business School and our relationship um, developed kind of, it wasn't organic. It was like, this is y'all's relationship, effective immediately. <laughs> so we were all called into a meeting and um, we were all sitting around the table and our boss just pretty much told us that we were all working together. And so we, you know, exchanged phone numbers and it was probably the best thing that she could have done because we just really started bonding and I got to know Elise and I got to know um, Jill and they're like the best people ever. So just to give a little bit of introduction, Elise and I work together at the Joseph Business School. We both uh, run the online and innovative programs as well as our global partner uh, programs. And so Elise really showed me the uh, ropes when it came to how the Joseph Business School, the online program, you know, how it ran. And so I'm very appreciative for her patience and really showing me how everything works because she pretty much grew up working um, you know, at the Joseph Business School, so she knew all the ins and outs that she was able to help me. And then the people that's watching, she probably looks familiar. She's so beautiful. She leads um, praise and worship, very anointed um, voice. And so um, it's just an honor for me to really work with her. And so our relationship developed really too, just like you said, just talking about, you know, hair as well as Jill talking about <laughs> hair. And Elise is trying to help me with this natural journey because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, Elise, I don't know what I'm doing. My hair looks crazy. You know, sending her all these pictures and stuff. And so, um, you know, working with her has been a pleasure. And then, you know, Jill, she is hilarious. Um, she was like the toughest for me to break through. She was like, you know, she had to step back and see what I was like. And then her and I just started having a lot of one-on-ones. And um, this girl is like a money master. Like she is all about wealth. And so, um, she's no longer on my team, which makes me sad. Um, but, you know, God bless her to be able to do what she's anointed to do. And so she's a portfolio administrator and a trader for our new division of um, Living Work Christian Center, their entities. And so it's a new entity where she works for Joseph Wells Management under um, her new uh, boss is Catrice Wells. And so Jill was such a blessing to um, the team when she was working with me. Um, she was the host of the Money Mondays podcast. So when she is on, like, she is like, she should be up there, like, on Channel 5 with them hosting the news. Like, 
she is amazing. And so, um, and then Jill is very good at administrative work, like keeping everything in order. She really kept our team in order, what we needed to get done, what we needed to do. So um, I just adore both of them. And so we keep in contact because now Jill is no longer working with Elise and I. We keep in contact in our own like private group chat and trying to hang out outside of work. But what's so special about them is Elise and Jill um, grew up together and they're really good friends. And so I think we couldn't have picked four better people to come on our podcast and really yes. talk about navigating and managing work relationships, not only when you work together, what happens yes. when you don't work together anymore. And it just Absolutely. lets us know like the depth of that friendship because, you know, Kiran and I never worked together, but we met going to the same church. And so then now we don't go to the same church, yes. but that didn't help our friendship actually it made our friendship a lot better yes. because I'm not going to get into the people watching the friendship you know they still watching I'm not going to get into that but you know we don't go to the same church anymore but it yeah. just made our friendship in you know even even stronger so yes yes well, yes Absolutely. so that's so actually you, a, a good segue Irene yes um when it, I'm sorry I'm sorry no we do want you all to just say just right. a little bit about, about yourselves. Look, I'm ready to dive all into it. No, I'm <laughs> We're going to go ahead. <laughs> we're going to start with you, Elise, and then Lisa, Sharonda, and then we're going to end as far as with Jill. Just tell us just a little bit, you know, about, about yourselves. Uh, well, um, Dr. Irene, of course, gave the, the professional mm -hmm. side, you know, um, yeah, I've been working with Dr. Irene for a few years now, so that's been fun. Um, but yeah, I am, I don't know, what can I say? I'm 35, <laughs> you know, in case anybody watching. Um, and uh, <laughs> I am, um, yeah, so I mean, I'm a worship leader. I've been at Living the Word, you know, for, man, my whole life. So uh, it's just been interesting as far as like work relationships, you know, that whole church professional life dynamic, you know, it's always been interesting to kind of, to kind of navigate. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I, I'm pretty easygoing. I love, you know, reading and don't like long walks on the beach. And I don't know. <laughs> both, um, at least both of Lisa's parents work um, and the ministry as well. Her mom is uh Patrice Baker who you you know oh, I had, yeah yes your, your mom is the bomb yes, she, she is the bomb. she cute she did, she did wonders she for my cute. Yes, she I did. like her I like her <laughs> yeah I mean yeah I'm, I, both my parents we we all grew up in the ministry my parents both work for the ministry uh, yeah. I am the oldest of two I have a younger brother mm -hmm. and um and I'm an aunt not a mom praise the lord <laughs> and um <laughs> oh right and uh and and i am yeah that's me that's me nothing deep welcome again elise thank Lisa. you elise oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> i am 46 years old because you gotta let people know you slightly seasoned you know. <laughs> No, a little bit, not a little bit. Um, I am newly engaged. Oh, love yeah. you. Oh, love Yay. you. Yay. Thank you. 
I have a now, I have inherited now a blended family that involves seven kids, six girls, one boy, four in college. Um, I've worked for two law firms in my life. And before that, I was in retail for 17 years. Yeah. Um, I don't have a degree. Um, I mean, that's it. And I just purchased my first home four years ago. All right, Lisa. Yeah. Come on, home on. That's a little bit about me. All right. <laughs> Sharonda. Oh, I'm not telling y'all my age. Let me see. I have been, I've been in the legal field for 20 years. So, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? So, <laughs> I am currently a senior biller at a law firm downtown. It's slightly smaller than the one I left with Dermot. It's a mid-size, it's not large at all. Um, contrary to what everyone believes, I'm not a people person. <laughs> right? It's I'm okay. a loner. No, it's okay. Never I am a loner. However, I will engage. So I will talk to you. I will, but... <laughs> As Lisa will tell you, if you come over to my desk, I do have my trusty headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you love your dogs. I love my dogs. I got four of them. I got three of them. Oh my goodness! Wow. They're tweenies, and they just—if y'all see me looking off, that's because it's eight o'clock and they're ready to go to bed. So. I'm trying to make them, I'm like, don't bark. We'll be upstairs. <laughs> so, because yep. it's just usually me here. When they hear other voices, they'd be like, what, what? It's like, calm down, calm down, shorty. But, um, I don't know. I like sisterhood. I am a sister. I have a younger brother who, um, unfortunately, is no longer with us. Um. So now I'm the only child. Yeah. yeah. Right. I am an auntie. I am not a mother. I am a pet parent, but I am not a mother. <laughs> I am an auntie of six kids. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm more like a TT mama. That's what my niece called mm -hmm. TT. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, and what else? Um, it's a pleasure to be here with you ladies just to hear your intake because mine is very interesting. Because I have friends from management all the way down to the mailroom. So I yeah. want to hear what people have to think and say yeah. a lot of them cultivated differently. Yeah. Like me yeah. and Lisa's friendship started a way different than me and Karen. But we'll yeah. get into that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Jill? Jill. All righty, everybody. So I'm Jill Thompson. Um, I am one of five. So there's five of us. I have two brothers and two sisters. I am the baby girl, but I am not the youngest. There is a baby boy. Um, I, like Dr. Irene said, so currently right now, kind of switch careers working in investments now. Uh, I do like everything, all things money. When I'm not actually trading at work, um, I actually started my own investment company where we flip property in Chicago and Indiana. Uh, so my schedule is pretty busy. Um, currently no children. We're going to save that for marriage. Okay. Uh, but I am an aunt as well. 
and a pet. I do have two pets though. So those are my babies, Penny and Oreo. I have two pit bulls. Those are my protectors and kids. Um, <laughs> and when I'm not at work, really, I find myself traveling. I just can't never get a lease to come on a beach with me. You know what I mean? It's the sand thing, I think. But <laughs> I am always traveling. Uh, just got back from Egypt. Um, I was there. Mm-hmm. Girl, you should have called uh, me. You should have called me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I may be taking another trip later on this year to Greece for my birthday. So for me, oh, I am a, like, I spend my money on travel and mm-hmm. clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of got mm-hmm. a problem. All of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're going to go ahead and we're going to yeah. jump jump right into it um just talking about relationships i understand as far as um you know all of your rela- well outside of elise and jill um because you all actually grew up in the church together before you even started working to be- together correct yeah okay so i just want i want to pose this question as far as to all of you all can you really be friends? So you develop these relationships at work. So let's, I guess you all can even kind of share some experiences, Elise and Jill, maybe outside of the Joseph Business School. It don't necessarily have to even be as far as with your particular relationships. If you actually work with someone, can you be friends outside of work? For real friendship outside of work. Because it's the work well, relationships and we're cool at work. But then at the end of the day, can we still be friends on the weekend and all of that? Well, I'll give some context to Alyssa yeah. and our relationship. Okay. So although we grew up in church together, um, we really didn't start hanging out with each other until we were much older. Okay. Like okay. we knew of one another, like we sang in the choir together. Um but, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say that I think us working together is what kind of developed that relationship, I would say. I would probably okay. get Elise's opinion on that. Um, because before that, it's like we would kind of see each other in passing, but it wasn't until we kind of worked together that we got to see each other on a consistent basis. And it's like, oh, yeah, how you doing? I know we've been knowing each other for a while. We graduated college now. We grown now. So what's been up and so by this time I mean I would say yes so to answer your question long story short yes I believe a person can have a work relationship outside of work but I would say um be very careful yeah be very discerning and it has to be someone that um you mutually can you mutually share a trusting yeah. relationship because I mean you're moving beyond just being co-workers and now there's right. more intimacy just in just that one-on-one fellowship where you may know some things about me personally that other people might not know about me you know yes. what I mean or you might hear me cuss a couple times or something you know I don't need you going back telling everybody that okay right that right there yep there you go, there you go. <laughs> absolutely you can go ahead and jump in Elise I'm gonna say no And I'm going to tell you why, only because working, and not just because of where I work, I think, because I've worked in a couple of other different places, Yeah, and I never hung out with those folks after we clocked out. Yeah. Um, Not because they weren't great people, 
not mm-hmm. because uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't like them or, you know, genuinely get along with them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's just, I don't know, it, it's just rare to, to be able to kind of connect on a, on the level where everything that you talk about, everything that you reference has nothing to do with the workplace. Yeah. And so it's, I mean, Jill was a unicorn of a, of a friend, you know what I mean? Because that was never really my experience. And then especially working in the church, mm-hmm. heavens no, I'm not, <clears throat> I don't kick it with, I don't kick it with, with folks uh, at, at the job after, after five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like Jill said, it, it requires, it requires <laughs> a level, it requires a level of, of trust. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely, think, absolutely. You know, and even in my in my position, because it's dual, it's, uh, you know, on one hand, I work on the ministry side. And on the other hand, I work on the business side, you know, both that of us. both of us right. actually, yes, actually, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah ultimate ministry, altar worker. I mean, it don't right. get so I might cast sacred. it out and be like, you know, it don't get more sacred <laughs> than altar worker. Right. So you got to be real you know what, careful. <laughs> you got to be real careful about who you That's who true. you hang around and who you let into your circles. Yes, you know the yes. the the more sensitive your job is, or the higher up you go, you know, because everybody can't handle. Um, they can't separate the, the real you. The, they can't the, handle real, the you. real you. They yeah. can't handle the yeah. real you. Yeah, yeah, you know. So if people knew how our how I am off stage or outside of the workplace, they might you know they love you. They will love, love you. Look, love let me you. interject that. They'll love you. <laughs> I feel like I'm a gem, right? Yeah. But at but at the, at the same time, everybody's not who the the mask that they right. wear right. when they go right. to work. And so you got to find people who can who can really vibe with that. So I would say no, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's possible. Obviously, yeah. we're here. That's 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 good that you say that, Elise. It's funny because I think people. They, they, they come up with their own perceptions, especially people who are in front of them. They come up yes. with their own perceptions of how that person should be when they mm-hmm. get off the stage or mm-hmm. they come from behind the camera, whatever you know your platform may be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you might see another side of me. And then you saying, I'm throwing you off. No, I'm not throwing you off. It's just me. You yeah. just created this um again this perception of me you thought that right. this is how I should be you put me in in this little box so no yeah I get it I get it. everybody can't handle you and that's all right and that's why it's only a few people that's handling me all right <laughs> right <girl. laughs> but you know what <laughs> that yep. goes to what when Kiran became a first lady you know, people were trying to tell me, oh, your friendship is going to change. Oh, she, she's not going to be your friend. And I was thinking, number one, we prayed for this, so we can be friends. And number two, um, you know, I know the real Kiran. Like, I know her at her core. And so although yeah. she's a first lady and I respect that anointing that's on her life, her and her husband, yeah. um, you, you have to know how to be friends with people that have positions like that like you being the leader of praise and worship police you are in front and so there is a certain image that you have to have and maintain because how many churches are looking up to living word and how many churches you know train under what you know what the church does and the school does so you have to maintain that image so you can't like Jill said you can't be friends with people that you can't trust because your position 
you know, the title, what you carry is too weighty to just be friends with any and everybody. You yep. really only have to have, can have a close circle of friends because everybody can't get to know you on a personal level because you have to be able to have friends that you can be the real Elise around. And right. not always feel like you have to be on, like I'm mm-hmm. the praise and worship leader 24 yeah. hours a day. And right. so, yeah. you know, it is hard to be, even people with you lead, that you lead on the team. It's just hard to maintain, you know, um, deep, you know, friendships like that because of who you are. So yes. I get that. I get that. Absolutely. So Sharonda and Lisa, we want to get your, your take on it too. Can you really be friends outside of work? Yes. Um, I personally think that you can Mm-hmm. only if it grows organically yeah mm-hmm. it can't be i'm calling you just because because i'm trying to be your friend right mm-hmm. 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 and that just happens because it has to be something that draws you two together something like me and Cameron, something as simple as our name mm-hmm. 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 pronounce our name just floor something to be beautiful right mm-hmm. and then with me and lisa me and Lisa's friendship started actually after workouts. Mm-hmm. We were actually super thick after five. Mm-hmm. And at work, she was on one end of the queue. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll be texting, funny stuff, whatever. But no one at the workplace knew me and Lisa had, com- had conversations at night. Yeah. So I guess it just depends on the people. Yeah. And it depends on how genuine you are. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it you. Like I can say I'm not a people person, but I'm not close. I'm not, no, I, no, Lisa's calling me, but I'm not going to answer the phone. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. You know, Aaron comes to my cube and oh, I, I'm busy. I, I can't, you can't mm-hmm. be that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's, if it's forced, then that's when you're going to have problems because it's not going to really flow. You're not mm-hmm. going to have anything in common. You're not going to yeah. have any good conversations. Yeah. I can go to Karan's cube similar to Lisa and ask her a question because me and Karen, Karen was my AR person. So she, me and her work together. Mm-hmm. So I can go to her desk and ask her, Hey, why is this short paper? Mm-hmm. And I'll be there for like two hours. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. I can't <laughs> it's true. That's what matter. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. And, but if it's something I come to work and I see, Oh, at least, you're the lead of my department. I'm gonna try to get in to be your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know right. what I mean? It, it, it just doesn't work. Yep. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Lisa? I just think you have to have something that's relatable. If you can, if you, you know, whether it could be the stress of work, maybe your relationship starts with the stress of work or mm-hmm. you, you all encounter or, or interact with somebody on a higher level and you get the same response and both of you, you know, got your face turned up because you're confused about how this person is approaching you and you all connect. It could, it, anything can draw you to a person, but it has to yeah. be relatable and it starts out that way. And then yeah. you start exposing personalities and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the way you think about things and that person shares the way they think about things. And before you know it, your philosophies match yeah. and you connect in, in, in that matter. Um, yeah. After that, trust is established because like-minded people mm-hmm. stick together. So <laughs> when you meet someone and they're like-minded, you're going to be drawn to that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. That's true. So I think it's just it's just that like minded. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That is good. So I have a question for all four of you. What are some of the things you do to make your friendship work? Um, you know, uh, outside of work. Yeah. So, you know, at work, you have things in common. You know, like you said, Lisa, you might be turning your nose up at the balls or whatever, you know, something happens at work and you're communicating about that. But outside of work, like what are the things that you all do to make your friendship, you know, last? Oh, I call Sharonda at two o'clock in the morning. I won't call Karana at two o'clock in the morning because I realize there's boundaries. Not because, you know, <laughs> she's, you know, on that level or ever makes me feel that way. I just know that I'm not going to call her at two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Not to say mm-hmm. that I can, you know, I should be doing that Sharonda, but Sharonda <laughs> answered when I called. So I was like, oh, it's okay to call her at two o'clock in the morning and tell her what I got going on. You know? Yeah. So, you know, good. you kind of. <laughs> You mm-hmm. kind of test, you know, you, you, you test the waters. You, yeah. like I said, it's, you know, developing relationships outside of work. Mm-hmm. You know, I might call Sharonda cause you know, I got something going on with, you know, a family member or, mm-hmm. you know, fam girl drama, mm-hmm. petty stuff. Cause yeah. I'm still a yeah. woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I call, you know, Karen for when, you know, I got a, um, Stanley's over here tripping <laughs> and, you know, Maybe I need prayer because I'm getting ready to, you know, <laughs> not so many nice words, you know, it could be anything. It could be anything. Right, it, it, you know, we don't want you to get family. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know, I'll call because I believe that spirituality and wisdom go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could call Sharonda and she's level-headed. She'll, she'll be like, no, you were wrong. You shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done that. And I might call Karen to share, well, this is what Sharonda shared, or, you know, what do you think? And she'll give me, you know, she might give me a word balanced with her experience mm-hmm. and just being mm-hmm. a woman and just being in, you know, a marriage, a relationship, like having a family. Yeah. So I just, like I said, it, I think it just boils down to like a level of trust and those situations that are relatable. Yeah. Yeah. But I can, I can, we cannot talk for months and I could text Sharonda something funny and we'll pick up like, we never stop talking. Oh yeah. Those are, those are the know. best types of friendships. Yeah. Yeah. So is that open, is leaving that communication open as far as yeah. if that's what it's works? Always yeah. open. No yeah. offense if you don't hear from me in two, three months. Um, but when we reconnect, we could re- reconnect for hours. I think Sharonda, we talked for like over an hour um, about a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. Now we hadn't talked in months, you know, text here and there, yeah. but called her. We talked for a couple hours. We caught up. Now we caught up, <laughs> you know, not now she knows everything's going on. Knows everything's going on with her, you know, mm-hmm. and then we'll, you know, we'll wait for the, for the next round. Yeah. And it was doing work hours. <laughs> it was. <laughs> she was on speaker. I was working. She was on speaker and we was, just, you know, we were working together. It was like, we were both like, y'all, okay, yeah, wait. Yeah. Yeah, one second. Let me send this email. Uh, yeah. But, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Jill. How do you? Um, for me, I would say Aline. dates, right? Date, yeah. So mm-hmm. I got to have my girl dates. And the reason why is because we all have busy schedules. I yeah. mean, you know, Doc is married. 
Alicia <laughs> yeah. listen. That that baby, that baby, she worked around the clock. I thought <laughs> I worked around the clock. Okay. But Elise yes. works around the clock. But every so often we send each other a message to be like, okay, we got to do a timeout. We do. We need our, <laughs> we need our girl date. Like, I don't care if we just go eat. But we all just need to meet up and do something yeah. just to catch back up. And I, I totally agree with you about having a friend that because I am that friend. I would say one important piece about too when you're when you're um, establishing a work relationship when it comes to understanding personalities is yeah. you know every friendship requires a different level of intimacy. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is some people want you to call them every day. I, yeah. I don't got time to call you every day. I'm busy. <laughs> And so for me, I work, best, I work best with friends that it's like, if I call you today, but you don't hear from me in three days, you okay. Unless it's an emergency. And you know, okay. blow that phone up and you know, I got you. Right. Everybody can't um, flow to your beat. Right. And so yeah. it's like, you have to find people. It's like, well, we flow together. It's like, Elise is always busy. If I don't talk to her for two weeks, it's okay. But when mm -hmm. we see each other, we're going to catch back up. Like, you know, like it's salt and peppers here. Yeah. But overall, I mean, for us, what sustains the relationship is we try to, um, as a group, we all try to make sure we're available to have dates. Even if it's once a quarter, we try it the once a month, but that won't work. Yes, that didn't work. <laughs> so we were just like, let's do once a quarter. Once a let's quarter. get to the once a quarter and try to get everybody together. Yeah. Elise, did you want to um, chime in on that before we go to the next question? Uh, well, I mean, I would have to agree. I mean, the, the friend the friend dates, uh, definitely. And, and also um, trying to come up with new things that we yeah. both might be interested in um just so that we're not doing the same thing all the time like or just just get into a rut where it's like we just got a, a text relationship you know happening mm -hmm. um, because oh, yeah. because because that does happen I mean there are, yeah. there are friends that I have close friends that I have that all we do I've never even talked to them on the phone I see them <laughs> and you know we'll text but I've never even talked to this person on the phone you know what yeah. I mean so we try to find yeah friend dates and try to find new things that we might be interested in in doing as well so yeah those friend dates are it's it's imperative because like she said we could go we could go a minute and I used to I used to get upset about that too actually like this chick would disappear <laughs> for like three weeks mind you we were still working in the same department so I see you every day and she'd be like yeah what up like what <laughs> Why you? Why? What? Why you? Why you, why you, why you, why you, you know what I mean? Like you just disappeared. You know what I mean? It was getting real, like you know, boyfriend girlfriend. <laughs> 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 I'm feeling some sort of in my feelings. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I'm being neglected here. You know. But then I I understood it when I had to when I had that same season you know what I mean yeah. where I was just like disappearing and she was like where you been where you at who you went who you hanging with what you eat what you eat today what you do yeah. you know and then <laughs> and then we kind of came to an understanding like hey it's not that you know I'm ignoring you or that you know we're not good or anything I just I'm in a season right now where I just gotta be by myself you know what I mean or I don't feel like yeah. really talking a whole lot and so like she said finding someone who can who can flow to your flow, flow to your beat you know yeah. that really helps 
because that level of understanding is yeah. also, I feel like what, what really keeps things um, just in a healthy space. Absolutely. And, and yeah. I, I, it's, it's, I believe that like the, the key thing, um, and I, I think that's in any relationship across the board is that communication is key um, to even find out about that person's love language. I know we use the whole love language when it comes to a husband and a wife or, you know, your significant other, but that's also in friendships as well. Oh, yeah, like, what definitely. is your friend's love language? Is it, you know, is it quality time, you know, as far as that they need? Like, I, I know with, with Irene, one of Irene's love language, outside of gifts, because she loves gifts. Um, I, but, it, but it is, it is, <laughs> but it, it is, it is quality time. You know, mm -hmm. as far as with with Irene, so yeah, with me growing up the way that that I did, being like the only child for the first eight years. So now my brother and sister come along; they're not even a year apart, but it's mm -hmm. eight and nine years between us. I'm still the only child. You know, I'm I'm kind of feeling that way. So yeah. I was okay with being by myself with my puzzles and my coloring books oh. and yeah. my crosswords. I'm good. Yeah. I don't have to talk. I'm straight. So, you know, as far as now, you know, you get married and you, and you develop other relationships and it's like, you can't be by yourself all the time. Mm -hmm. So it does go back to communications. It's talking things out. And Irene will tell you, her and I, oh my God, when we first became really, really close, we would be on the phone for hours every oh day. Every day, yeah. From the time I left my house on Holman Avenue, all the way downtown. Get to work. Wait a minute. I'm getting on the elevator. I ring. I ring. Oh, the phone about to cut off. It's gonna cut. It's gonna cut off. As soon as I get on the elevator. As soon as I get upstairs, calling her back on the phone for hours. We're emailing. Not so much, you know, texting really went like that. Emailing each other. Oh, that's so I mean that's how it <laughs> yes. was. Now it's not as often, but when we do talk, if you look at our phone records, it's oh like my god, hours. She'd be like, "Okay, I, I'm just called. I just called to tell you this one quick thing. Quick, it's two hours. That's 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 two hours. Yeah, but that's how we do things. <laughs> it, it is about communication. It, it, it's a quick text message. Hey, girl, checking on you. You know what's going on? A funny message, some type of of meme, or some type of gif or whatever that you're sending to one another, just to keep the communication open. Communication. Is that's key. true. Yeah. Oh yes, please talk about the memes, cause Doc, <laughs> you can come oh up my. with stuff. Okay, <laughs> listen. Doc you need delivering your TikTok. Stuff. Your TikTok needs delivering. Okay. <laughs> no. No. I can send some stuff at 10 o'clock at night. Now we good in bed, ready to go to sleep for work. Right. And I mean, out of nowhere, we all on the phone. Dr. Irene. Like, like, what? Like, what is this? like yes. we got devotion in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. We be on the phone all night laughing so much. We be like, Doc, go to bed. Where's Mitchell? Go to bed. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I have a question to ask. And this is, um, Sharon was talking about this article that she read about the cons mm -hmm. of work friendships. And so I thought it was really good. because I know the answer for Elise and Jill and myself. I, I know. I know the answer. 
can a result of too much socializing at work result in less productivity? And I think about all the meetings in my office, I have to do air quotes, meetings <laughs> in my office where it started out like, seriously, Jill would come in with her computer. She'd be like, I'm gonna put all of our notes in our Google file and we would be, we would be going and something would happen and we would look up, it'd be like at the end of the day and we're in there laughing, talking, looking through my office door to see who's trying to come in the office, guarding my office to make sure no one else can hear our conversation. No. <laughs> we had to get to the point we got to lock the door to have that a resonated. meeting. That we got to lock the door to have a meeting. We would just bust in on each other's meetings. I'd be like, okay, okay, like I gotta tell you this. I got to tell you this. And Elisa bust in on a meeting. We'd be like, you know what? Why we got meetings? We just, well, because I would try to have one on ones. It didn't work. I just like group, 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 group meetings, group meetings, group meetings. So, no, but we were, pro, we were we were pro productive, but we did a lot of um, socialize. Even during the pandemic, I you know we had weekly, we had two weekly meetings, <clears throat> and we we would try to get stuff done, and we would, but it would be. Like you got, we said hours on the phone, just socializing, but having to say that that's when I grew to know more about Jill and her yeah. personality and more about Lisa, Lisa and her personality. And they learned a lot about me. And so we were able to work well together mm -hmm. and our team was amazing. Yeah. Um, but we were also able to have a friendship and a relationship outside of work where you know, if I needed to come to them or if I needed help or if they saw people ganging up on me, they would protect me or vice versa, we would cover for each other. And yeah. so it just really grew to be like a love sisterhood relationship. And I just really didn't see them anymore as, you know, coworkers. They really became friends. And I had texted Elise after BLC. I was like, you know, she's like a homegirl, you know, I couldn't think of another word. Like, I was like, what can I, how can I describe? We were talking about how hard it was and we got through it. I was like, I don't know, no, no other word because it's like cold, say, oh, you're my coworker. I don't feel like yeah. that. Like she's just a coworker or Jill is just a coworker. I'm trying yeah. to plot how she can come back to my team. You know, like I need Jill to come. Yeah. You know, I need yeah. her to come back, you know. And so it's like, yes, too much socializing can result in a loss of productivity. Yeah, it can result in a loss of productivity. However, what we did was we made it work because we ended up working like after hours or yeah. working, you know, extra hours to make sure that we got everything done and we did it well. However, we did spend a lot of time, like you said, Sharonda, during work hours. So, so <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because we would be at work and it would get to the point, especially when something you heard something juicy and good. Yeah. You got to go tell somebody. It's usually around three o'clock. Right, right. At least three o'clock hour where you yes. like, my brain has shut down. Yes, yes. <laughs> you see what yes. Kara's doing. Yes, and Lisa will come over to my desk. She'll start talking. One person will walk by. I grab some paper. I'm like, girl, here, hold it. Just, just hold it. Act, act like you're talking about something. Act like you're talking. <laughs> so she's standing there. Like she reads something off the paper. I'm like, wait, let me let, let, let me let me go let me go to my billing screen. Wait, hold on. Exactly. <laughs> the billing screen. <laughs> <laughs> hands up. Her hands up. <laughs> well, I'll go over to Sharonda desk with a stack of papers in my notebook. <laughs> girl, let me see. girl, did you hear? 
have a whole conversation right there. Yes, we would. Yes. Oh my God. We would. But as long as we got our questions out as, first, let's start. Exactly. Yes, let's get the work done first. And then after that, after that, we're talk. But I can't say, even though society said that that is a con, you know, it's less work it did help to grow the relationships and to yeah. strengthen the relationships yeah <laughs> look Absolutely. i hope bosses ain't watching but it does <laughs> help to grow and actually strengthen the, well, the relationships of, mm-hmm. of, of the people so it's a and pro it, for relationships a time for work but a pro for relationships <laughs> and it helps and it helps us like as far as like say an issue comes up mm-hmm. i'm comfortable enough where i can go and talk to Cameron about it. Mm-hmm. Right. If I messed up, she messed up. Hey, look, this is what happened. You mm-hmm. tell me what you did so I can go in here and defend both of us. You tell me your stick together. Okay, so yes. you know what I'm saying. So when she's coming yes. at you, you know. All right. <laughs> Great. Oh, <laughs> so, it does boost, Tim, what you're saying that I think yeah. with having close relationships it will boost the team morale it does now now this yeah. article did say it'll create clicks it does but, I, but clicks it'll create clicks well, having having relationships at work creates clicks do you guys no. at least or deal do y'all think that i was gonna say do you think that we were a click or do you think it created a click or they felt like it was a click I'm not mad. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm like, they tight. I think we did kind of have our own look click because um we not gonna name no names, but you know, a lot of people start saying we are always laughing, like we want to hang out. What y'all talking about all the time is always. And they was like, and then I know y'all talking because her cubicle over there, your cube over there, your office over there, and everybody laughing at the same time. Y'all ain't with each other, but I can hear it. I mean, not only that, too, I don't know how I can't speak for every organization, of course, but I know that the way our department was structured, it was structured where there were teams and, and there were yeah. um, sub-departments, silos, silos yeah. and sub-departments. And it just so happened that it organically worked where, yeah. you know, the three of us and, and one, one other of one our other team person. members, we were yeah. one other person, we were all put together and it just happened to work that work out that way. So I know, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that happens everywhere else. That just happened to be again a unicorn of a situation. It really was, yeah. You know, where all of us. But okay, so I'll rephrase. I don't think it was a click because we were very accepting to anybody who wanted to, you know. No, at least because I can think of one other person. At least we would hang out with her. She was more quiet. You know who I'm talking about. She was on y'all team. Well, no, no, no way that true but yeah, not true yeah. she was she she was still on our team she was part yeah, of the she team she was part of the clique that don't she count, saw our that team. Don't count. She was on our team yeah that don't count <laughs> nope. yeah 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 when, here's, this is this is this is when you know it's been confirmed that it's a click or people kind of know that you all are friends if yeah. your boss pulls you in the office and they say yeah so i know you and elise are friends <laughs> No, she my coworker. You what know what? Let me ma'am, ma'am, what are you talking about? <laughs> Let me tell you something. 
flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. That would literally be a conversation. Like, I know y'all gonna cover for each other. Already know. Guilty. Uh, we've had, Lisa and, and Sharon and I, we've had some conversations where our director will pull one of us, you know, in the office or whatever. And it's like, yes, I know you're friends with Sharonda. What what they got to do with this conversation right here? Right. Why do you leave? What is that? your question? Yes. Why, why? What, what, is, what is your question? Because right. <laughs> you sound like a leader. I'll be the fail for it. I'd be like, yeah, why? What happened? Yeah. Like, like, I'm like, no, that's fishing. me. That's oh, me. What, what, is what, what is it? What is it that you want to know? There you go. I'm like, right. you're fishing right. and I'm not biting. Exactly. exactly. No, no, no. The best, the best is when your co-worker <laughs> says this. I know Lisa's your girl, but uh, if you know she's my girl, <laughs> join us next time for part two of navigating work relationships. Thanks for joining us today. See you next time. <laughs>